0: The Eighteenth Day of the Month Concerning God's Chosen One, He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. Isaiah 11, verses 3-4 through 4. The meek shall inherit the land, and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. Psalm 37, verse 11 The third beatitude says, Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Meekness has gotten a bad name in our day. We think the meek are those who allow themselves to be used as doormats. So meekness and weakness have become synonyms. But the translation of the third beatitude, as given above, uses instead the term the gentle. We consider gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit on day 13. And that is a key for our understanding of this and indeed of all the Beatitudes. The meek inherit. They do not earn. The earth is promised to them as their heritage, not their wages. The attributes commended to us are gifts from God, from a God who does not judge by what the eyes see or the ears hear. Thus, this God turns upside down our usual values. Note well that in the Beatitudes, happiness is not promised to the wealthy, the powerful, the glamorous, or those with sex appeal. In that reversal of our usual expectations, we find God's gift to us as strange as it may seem. How should this biblical approach to what is important change your own values, your own estimate of what constitutes success? By the way, how successful do you suppose Jesus was considered to be on the day he died on the cross? Opening Prayer God, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. We confess our bewilderment at learning of the strange values you treasure. Transform us so drastically that we may embrace your ways without fear or embarrassment. Enable us to judge beyond what human eyes can see or ears can hear, that you may regard us as the meek, worthy inheritors of your mercy, through Jesus Christ, in whom is true happiness. Amen. Psalm 37, verses 1 through 11. Don't bother your head with braggarts or wish you could succeed like the wicked. In no time they'll shrivel like grass clippings and wilt like cut flowers in the sun. Get insurance with God and do a good deed. Settle down and stick to your last. Keep company with God. Get in on the best. Open up before God. Keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. Quiet down before God. Be prayerful before Him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder who elbow their way to the top. Bridle your anger. Trash your wrath. Cool your pipes. It only makes things worse. Before long, the crooks will be bankrupt. God investors will soon own the store. Before you know it, the wicked will have had it. You'll stare at his once famous place and nothing. Down to earth people will move in and take over, relishing a huge bonanza. From the ninth chapter of the book of Genesis, verses 8 through 17 Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, Now behold, I myself do establish my covenant with you, and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast on the earth with you. Of all that comes out of the ark, even every beast of the earth, I establish my covenant with you, and all flesh shall never again be cut off by the water of the flood, neither shall there again be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I am making between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for all successive generations. I set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. It shall come about when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow will be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and never again shall the water become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the cloud, then I will look upon it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. From the first letter to Peter, chapter 3, verses 18-22. through 22. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which also he went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison, who once were disobedient, when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah, during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Corresponding to that, baptism now saves you. Not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven after angels and authorities and powers had been subjected to Him. From the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark, verses nine through fifteen. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Immediately, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him, and a voice out of the heavens, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Immediately the Spirit impelled him to go out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days being tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beast, and the angels were ministering to him. And after John had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week, you powerfully form the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness, you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Michael Kust, entitled The Tractor. I don't like tractors, Lord. I saw one in a field a while ago, and I loathed it. Tractors are conceited. They crush man with all their strength. They never look at him. They just move forward. But when they move forward, they crawl, and that pleases me. They are ugly. They move clumsily, shaking their heavy shells, their silly noises upturned, panting, coughing their deep, measured, mechanical cough. But they are stronger than man, Lord. Regularly, imperturbably, they pull their load. They pull what a thousand human arms could not move. They carry what a thousand human hands could not lift. A tractor is ugly, yet it is strong and I need it. But it needs me. It needs man. It needs man to exist. It is man who made it. It needs man to move. It is man who starts it going. It needs man to go forward. It is man who steers it. It needs man especially that it may be offered up. For a tractor has no soul, Lord, and it is man who must lend it his own. I offer you tonight, Lord, the work of all the tractors in the country, of all the tractors in the world. I offer you the efforts of all the machines that have no soul with which to offer themselves. I pray that they may not crush man with their haughty power, but rather that they shall serve him. I pray that man in the freedom of his soul shall dominate them. And thus praise you by their work, glorify you, and share in creation's solemn mass, which is said every day through human labor and will be said until the end of time. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord. Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried,